This week in science, an interesting article published in Nature. Social networks predict the life and death of honeybees. Nature Communications, Volume 12, Article Number 1110, 2021, published the 17th of February 2021. Abstract. In complex societies, individuals' roles are reflected by interactions with other conspecifics. Honeybees, Apis mellifera, generally change tasks as they age, but developmental trajectories of individuals can vary drastically due to physiological and environmental factors. We introduce a succinct descriptor of an individual's social network that can be obtained without interfering with the colony. This network age accurately predicts task allocation survival, activity patterns, and future behavior. We analyze developmental trajectories of multiple cohorts of individuals in a natural setting and identify distinct developmental pathways and critical life changes. Our findings suggest a high stability in task allocation on an individual level. We show that our method is versatile and can extract different properties from social networks, opening up a broad range of future studies. Our approach highlights the relationship of social interactions and individual traits, and provides a scalable technique for understanding how complex social systems function. Could I but ride indefinite? As doth the meadow bee. And visit only where I liked. And no man visit me. Emily Dickinson. You never can tell with bees. A. A. Milne. If there's a buzzing noise, somebody's making a buzzing noise. And the only reason for making a buzzing noise that I know of is because you're a bee. A. A. Milne. Can you tell bees? Our theme of this week's episode? They are. It's been a while since I did a conversation podcast. And this one is different. Because my guest today is Buzzed Bee. I know Ryan from back when the Humanity First series was a Yang Gang thing. He and his brother Jacob stopped by Mindwave the other day to talk about bees and opiates also and in true Mindwave fashion a million other things. Uh, Let's get into this week's episode. Enjoy. Welcome back to Mindwave. We have a guest. It's been a while since we did guests. 
uh, two guests, actually. Well, one and two. Our, our featured guest today is Buzzed B. And joining us to represent <laughs> Buzzed B are Jacob and Ryan Bowman. Guys, welcome to the show. It's good to be here, man. How are you? Oh, you know, just another day on Earth. <laughs> so uh, let's get right into it. Uh, who are you guys and why are you here? Uh, one of the coolest people you've ever met. Mm. <laughs> and we're here, to, we're here to tell you about a really awesome product. We're here to actually talk about some bees, man. Bees and beers. Bees and beards. Yeah. I like it. It's like, uh, well, pirates before rum. I like it. I like it. So, uh, let's get into, um, a little bit of the backstory here. We'll go backstory, then bees, then beards, and <laughs> close it out there. Who are you guys, and, and how did you find your way into this? entrepreneurial uh, lost the word endeavor there you go that's a good one um well I'm gonna start off with a quick little like preface here and then I'll let Ryan tell his side because the origin story of Busby in general is, is really different because it kind of started to form while I was still in the military so there were times where Ryan would be with my mom doing stuff and then I'd be gone I wouldn't be around and then I would come in and Ryan wouldn't be there so there, there wasn't like the, these moments where we were all three ever in a room together coming up with something it was just we were like in and out and that's kind of how it all formed but I'll let Ryan uh, give his perspective and then I'll do my best to get Ryan yeah well uh play off what he said there kind of like bees you know like different bees leaving the hive to go and procure you know different ingredients necessary to create propolis or honey or these great ingredients that go in the hive uh i was intermittently in and out because i was traveling around as a massage therapist uh, living in various places like breckenridge colorado and maui hawaii and stuff like that and when i'd come home basically uh my mom she was a traveling nurse and she got in a car accident and in this car accident it aggravated a underlying condition she had um, called chiari one malformation and after that accident she had to have brain surgery to correct this issue um, after that it came with a litany came with a litany of uh, different, you know, symptoms and prescription drugs that really kind of slowed her down. I mean, my mom was, it, my mom is a high energy person that is 24-7 active doing things. But when this happened, the prescription drugs, they just, they knocked her down. Um, it kind of added a depression state to her. And I think the whole family noticed. And at the time, I was a heavy marijuana user um, and I came home and I was like hey mom you know I was kind of the black sheep at this point 
And I was like, mom, you need to use some marijuana. And she was in AA for 20 something years. So it was like a no-go for her at first. It took a lot of convincing. And, uh, you know, I would come and, you know, do my little thing and then I'd leave. And uh, my brother, he came back from the military and he hadn't started using marijuana yet. Um, but I was actually I was actually still inactive when this when this all first started. So I was mm-hmm. I was looking for other avenues because I mean while I was in the game, I definitely knew knew the effects and could see the effects that these pharmaceuticals were taking on mom. So. I know Ryan and I had several conversations about marijuana, especially since medical marijuana had just gone legal, I think right at the same time in Washington. And um, she had counseled with a couple other people, come to find out later on, a few other people that she was working with in the program. So it was kind of a combination of all that that got her really into the marijuana landscape. Keep going with it. Um, So I'm doing that. Eventually, she gets on the marijuana train, um, and she starts using medicinal marijuana as an alternative, and she starts using it in the kitchen. And I'm like, yeah, you can do edibles. You can start making stuff, because she's a, like I said, she's an active woman. She is an amazing, in the, she's amazing in the kitchen. She makes her own jams. She's very homesteady, and she's in there you know, tapping into her inner Wiccan, building this concoction at first, not knowing where it's going to go. And as it goes, I use, you know, I'd come back periodically and I'd be like, Hey mom, you know, you got all this energy back. Maybe you should start doing bees. And so she starts doing bees and then she takes some of the bee products and adds it to her concoction. And I come back with my massage background and I'm like, Hey, you should add Arnica and Comfrey and these things that are natural that you can grow in your yard that will help the bees anyway. And so over time, we start adding these products to it and we, we try to keep it all natural uh, the whole time, just having the same mindset of the bees, you know, let's just use what nature has around us to provide the best possible product and get away from what was ailing her in the first place, which was the pharmaceutical chemical process that was really making it difficult for her to find recovery and to find that balance for herself. So over time, it took about 10 years of product development, you know, tinkering and toying, letting family members give advice and coming up with a product. But after, you know, a while of nailing in the texture and the product, we we ended up with this fantastic gift that we have that we want to share with people. And finding more research and diving into it, we realized that these ingredients were, are so versatile that it's not just good for the topical balm that we created. If we change some product ingredients, like we can end up with a wonderful chapstick that we're gonna be out on the market with here in a few weeks and a few different things here and there and we can provide you know, a natural deodorant. And we can, with this same litany of you know, ingredients, we can provide a whole natural product line for your home and keep you with a safe option that's chemical free, good for the environment and ethically conscious because as we move forward as a company, we want to make sure that it holds that same, you know, love that it was created with in the first place.
and care that it came from it. So that's where my origin story kind of is. And now we're at this point where we're hitting the market and looking to really kind of explode and, you know, make a scene so that people can realize that we're available and we're an option to help themselves and their loved ones. I love it. And let's let's take a quick second here to flag um, reality check time for the listener. Th- this is not like a random uh, random people who came across me and wanted to come on. To this do, is not you know, a paid advertisement. The on the show. These guys are Yang Gang. I know Ryan from uh, the Humanity First days. Uh, so this is Humanity First fam. And we're always happy to um, help everybody as much as we can with with their entrepreneurial endeavors especially if you know the humanity first ethos uh is is built into that so uh that it's worth mentioning for anybody who's going wait i thought mindwave doesn't do ads we don't no we we have awesome friends and we're happy to share the work of our awesome friends and and get people over there and i have many nice things to say about the product because i got some free samples uh and it's wonderful wonderful but let's uh we'll roll it back i just i just needed to flag that for the confused listener and i am also now a customer uh but um where where so right now, um, hmm. Jake's backstory, I believe we're, we're yes. segueing to Go, going down the list. Um, I mean, I think I kind of gave it really in the preface. Um, I, I, mean, I, was, I was a medic in the army. In the army for four years um, and deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan a couple times, twice to Iraq. Once Afghanistan and kind of always just in the field of medicine, helping people. Uh, played sports, so I was used to just being covered head to toe in Bengay or Tiger's Bomb or whatever. You know, we always played through the pain. I was always that kid that had like the bottle, the Costco sized bottle, like ibuprofen stuff in my ball bag. Um, but, uh, when she started working with the product, I kind of just started using it and started to help me and then started to give it to a bunch of my buddies that I was got out of the army with because we were all, you know, young in our 20s, but we were all beat up. Joints hurt. We were still going hard and most of us still are going pretty hard into our 30s and um, we need something to, to put on. To, to help us get going so it just kind of went down it was just kind of down my alley I uh, went down a different road when I got out started getting into plant medicines like peyote ayahuasca San Pedro and that led me to a hemp farm in Oregon that I started to work on so I was in charge of all the 60 acres essentially just making sure the plants were getting watered and walking the fields every day check, checking for male plants and whatnot so my connection to it was a lot different you know Ryan had the practical I'm a massage therapist I'm putting my hands on people I was a trauma medic so I'm usually putting my hands like in people so it was a little little different Um, and uh, 
and all that. But I had the experiences from playing sports and, you know, using, even overseas, I was using muscle rubs just all the time. And I, I, I wish I had this because I didn't actually start using this. I didn't switch to this for a while, to be honest. Um, I needed to use what worked for me. And for a long time, when my mom first started doing it, like it smelled good, it worked okay. But for me, it just, it never cut deep enough. And then when we, when we started putting RSO in it, instead of this, this, I mean, we were taking marijuana and putting it in a pantyhoe and putting it in a crock pot overnight to infuse olive oil. You know, we were mm-hmm. like we were doing some real apothecary stuff here, like old school stuff. And then we got this RSO to put in it, and then that's when I actually kind of full on made the switch because it started to work. You know, started to work on the things that were causing me pain all the time. And then the same was for my grandpa. Like once we got my grandpa, that was a pivotal moment for me. Once we got my grandpa to like it, I was like, okay, now we're good because he never used it ever and then we put this rso in it we jacked it you know we got it we figured out how, how how much we could put in it and we got it to this this nice little margin he put it on on playing cards one night and he's like okay put it on and about five minutes later he goes oh wow he just starts wiggling in his chair and moving and it was pretty cool it was i think i think that was the same night or a couple nights before that we had uh my mom had made this tart because Ryan was talking about how she's great in the kitchen. She made this tart and uh, I was vegan for a whole year at the time. I was just kind of switching my diet up, trying to reset. So I went vegan for a whole year. I was like, hey, let's let's make this vegan. So we made it vegan and I he, he never eats it while, while he's over. He always takes it home and eats it later. And he called, he called my mom. He's like, I don't know what you did, but that's the best tart I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> he's like... Don't go changing it. And we're like, it's it's vegan. He's like, I don't care. It's amazing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, I want to get into I want to get into um, the product and what's actually in there and why it's in there. But that we I would be remiss if we didn't uh, talk about how cool bees are. Uh, bees are fucking awesome. But I I I love the grandpa story because that's not we talked for a couple hours the other day in a kind of brainstorming session here and there is a a generational you know kind of thinking about you know cannabis and cannabis products that uh i i really am encouraged to see you know how it's become because i've been a weed 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 smoker for god since high school uh you know, suffered from clinical depression, anxiety, all of that. And uh, just in my own personal backstory, you know, they put me on antidepressants when I was, you know, a teenager, which just totally fucked with my psychology. It fucked with my physiology. Um, and for, you know, someone going through puberty, that can do some very weird fucked up things. So I was thrilled to get stoned for the first time. <laughs> Um, and have not been a heavy user um, of cannabis and cannabis products. Um, but I just love seeing that because 
I, even when I was in high school, attitudes around cannabis and cannabis products were very, very different. And I'm in Arizona now, which has been fairly red. Um, Trump did us the favor of turning it purple, which was cool. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> uh, so um, anyway, that's that's how I how I come into this. And also on the bees end, because bees are fucking just fascinating creatures kinds of minds that they, or the kind of mind the single hive mind thing the ways they they communicate and cooperate and collaborate um something that i've always been fascinated with so uh let's let's shift to talking about bees for a little bit and maybe maybe teach the listeners something they didn't know before <laughs> we can do this we can do this uh, in the research about our product line i've dove into almost every ingredient we have and as awesome as cbd is one of the main differentiating factors for us is that it's not like like the bees the what the bees do for our product is so enhancing just from what they do inside their hive their beeswax their antimicrobial ability to create a sterile environment is amazing i like to refer them to them as nature's pharmaceutical scientists yeah. um, and that's probably the reason why we don't wash our wax so we use raw like bee products a lot of other products that use beeswax in their products they refine it so they they take out a lot of that stuff and a lot of that's just for allergies but we keep it in there because we want that anti you know that little bit of antimicrobial antiviral those little properties they they go in every little bit helps you know that's ryan likes to call it and i think they all call it, we call it the entourage effect but we refer to them you know it's like johnny drama and ian turtle and those guys from entourage but yeah it's, it's it you know he's right it's why we do what we do we don't you know we want all the goodness in so we don't want to you know don't want to waste anything we don't have to the bees, that's kind of where we get our inspiration from, to be honest. That's the, the main... If we were to have a mascot, it would be a bee. It wouldn't be a hemp plant. It would be the bee. Um, you know, bees, they're finding, are super partial to hemp and the benefits and the pollen and the nectars and stuff that come from hemp. Um, the misinformation that left us behind in science and natural science from the reefer madness era is has been detrimental not only to us as humans but to the bees because they flourish when they have more plants that you know help sustain their lifestyle and the, the hemp plant is one of those major plants <laughs> that does that because it's a balancing agent just like the bees are they keep balance in the world without them you know einstein said it a long time without bees we don't exist yeah there is something that goes re like really really far back in the evolutionary tree of this cooperation between insects and flowering plants that um is like fundamental to how life evolved on this planet uh, it's a very deep connection and it goes way back and nature took you know millions and millions and millions and millions of years to develop these 
um, kind of natural solutions just by the process of, um, you know, natural selection has provided us with an amazing amount of, uh, <laughs> help me out here. Uh, uh, ingredients uh, that do amazing things uh, just because that's uh, medicine, what they evolved to do. However, you, medicine, magic, I mean, depends on what era you're in. In the 16-1700s, people that understood these properties were witches and Wiccans and because it, they were providing medicine with, you know, just base natural instinct that provided what they considered magical properties. And as science came about and created factual evidence upon it, then it became medicine. And then, you know, like I said, I, they're pharmaceutical scientists. They, they really are. They do so much inside of a hive, you can get propolis. And propolis is what they derive, and it's called the glue of the hive. They fill up the cracks in the areas of the hive with propolis, and it's like this adhesive. But in Eastern Europe, what they do is they take the propolis and they, they water it down with a like uh, a moonshine, really high grade grain alcohol, and they make a tincture out of it and every day they'll take it underneath their tongue and they use it to fight off the flu and other diseases because of its high intense antimicrobial properties that it provides and natural benefits to the body. The beeswax is insanely rich with numerous properties not only for the you know antimicrobial effects but also for the ability to keep water away from the hive so that there's no rot and no building of bacteria uh, the complex structure of just the honeycomb it's called the honeycomb conjecture it was a mathematical equation thought of in 34 BC, and it wasn't even solved until 1999. Like, they didn't even figure, the bees had it figured out that this was the best way to use structural space to hold things, and it took us 2,000 years to figure out <laughs> as human beings. Like, they figured it out as bees. And they had, a, they had a little bit longer, probably. <laughs> they probably did. But, I mean, but, like, all the products we know of, but recently they found that you can actually huff the ozone, the air within a hive. They create the, their own medicated air inside the hive, and they're using it to treat asthma patients. So it can help you with your asthma if you huff the air from a hive. Well, that's not something I would personally recommend. Hey, kids, go suck on a beehive. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's not a backyard uh, a backyard activity, but that is really fascinating. <laughs> Inhaling bees maybe to injury or death. Just wanted to throw something there. Most people wouldn't know because I found that one and it blew. It was like they create all this stuff that we already have used for thousands of years, like literally thousands of years. I mean, they have honey that came out of the pyramids that's three thousand years old, still mm. good. still good, still edible. Yeah, just put it in your mouth. So that's, it's a preservative. It's been used for forever. The bees have been there to assist mankind since before mankind. And we just, you know, we're like, 
well, if it's worked for that long, we should probably figure out how to use it again. <laughs> and why? And why? We have humans, we have the ability to, to study and analyze and actually figure out, okay, why does this work? It's not just magic. I'm reminded of the, was that Arthur C. Clarke? And he did, indis- any significantly advanced technology is indistinguishable for magic. Did I get that right? I, I Very <laughs> close. Very close. Something. Uh, it's a breakfast whiskey talking. Uh. I told you. 30 minute episodes. Every Thursday. We went on for a couple hours. Absolutely loved hanging out with these guys. We went all over the place. So tune in next Thursday for part two. Yeah, it's going to be like one of those shows. Tune in next week, kids. And I think part three, part three is is going to go to Spirit Monkey Island. In the Horsehead Nebula. On the planet Beta 5. In the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah, part three is going to be a Patreon exclusive, I think, because once we were like, okay, yeah, we got everything we need to get. Now it's time for fun. Now we're just hanging out, capturing gold. But I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I'm experimenting with new formats. I would love to know what you think. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I was going to say, or wherever you listen, but I don't care about the other ones. We care about Apple Podcasts. The only real podcast player. I'm not an Apple snob, I swear, except I kind of am. Studio Stargazer is powered entirely by Apple 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 Appletosh Macintosh computer. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next week. Studio. Studio.